Welcome back to Humane Tech. I'm Jeffrey. It's been many months since the previous episode, and I decided to do something very different. I'm out here in downtown Portland, Oregon. That's the iconic Fremont Bridge. And I'm recording this in a place where I can have no privacy. There are literally hundreds of condominiums. There are businesses, there's a coffee shop, there are people walking around the park. I have no privacy at all. And that we're talking about privacy and cybersecurity, I thought, heck, why not lose all of my privacy for a short moment? Now there is some security and perhaps a little bit of privacy in that I am in the middle of a park. The security is, I wish I could show you, um, this is a really muddy field. I walked into the middle of a really muddy field with a tripod, my camera, and my stuff, which I can't put down, so I'm wearing my, my bag. And so the security is that there's a level of unlikeliness. Is that the right word? It's an unlikelihood. Um, it's very strange knowing that you're going to be able to see me this time. And if you're just listening to the podcast, there actually is a video online. Look for the link in the show notes. Should be humorous, I don't know. Entertaining, at least. Um, anyway, I'm surrounded by mud and grass, and for anybody to sneak up on me, uh, I'm pretty sure I'd hear a in the grass, and that's a lovely sound, probably, in your ears. Anyway, some security, little privacy, and the reason for all this is to reboot the podcast. What is privacy and why do, should we care? What is security? Why should we care? And the other part of humane tech is usability. How do we make use of technology when it's so often convoluted, complex, and just doesn't work well? So let's talk about privacy first. Again, in my example here, I'm in the middle of a park in a fairly large city in the United States. There could be any number of people staring down at me. I can see security cameras. Security cameras all over. Yep, there are some people looking down at the park. Do they care about me? Do I care about them? That's not the point. The point is, I'm being seen. There's no privacy to where I'm at. Privacy is the ability to maintain confidentiality, a level of secrecy, shall we say. Secrecy isn't always bad. For instance, when you're getting dressed in the morning, perhaps um, keeping secret what uh, your body is in our society may not be a bad thing. Versus security, which is those things we do to keep, keep you safe. You can be a naked exhibitionist in the middle of a park, which I'm not going to be today, I promise you, and still be safe. I feel safe in this town and in this spot, um, partially because I told you about the um, slurping sound of the park around me should somebody try and sneak up behind me. Plus, I can see myself in the camera. Security is keeping safe those things that you want to secure to 
keep from damage. Privacy is is that active. Uh, sorry, it's, it's that ability to keep things confidential or away from eyes and ears and minds that you want to keep away. We're in a world where there's less and less privacy just given to us. Well, there's the security agency. Here we are. The big thing I want to start with, with this kind of reboot of the podcast, is to talk about scams. There are so many scams going on. I get, and I'm sure you do, get so many calls, at least weekly, if not daily, trying to sell me auto warranties, new windows and doors, what else? Um, oh, I've won a new vacation. Your reservation has been chosen. Your car's warranty is about to expire. And then there's all of the emails. My wife got an email today from Geek Squad uh, talking about her $389 a year subscription and how it's been renewed and how wonderful that is. But hey, you've only got until today to cancel it if you didn't actually want that order. Don't emphasize the cancellation. Why are you... Oh, because all scams require a sense of urgency. Urgency and fear. Those are the two things that you'll see over and over in a scam. Sorry, across scams. Fear and urgency. Always urgency. Often fear. So what's the urgency in this email she got? The urgency is... You've only got a day to cancel this thing. And they know that you didn't order this thing. So they know that you're going to want to cancel this thing. But you've only got a day left. What's the scam? When you contact them, they need to verify your personal information so that they can cancel the correct account. They're going to need your name, your address, your phone number, maybe even your social security number, credit card information, anything that they can get out of you to make sure that you're who you say you are. And then they're gonna steal your money, your identity. There's somebody with a video camera pointing, they're, they're pointing their phone right at me. Is my point not? There's no privacy anymore out here. I'm in the middle of a park and I'm being filmed. <laughs> Look at this idiot in the park. Must have walked through that mud. Yeah, I feel kind of silly. So the scam is just to get your information and try and ruin your life. Not because they want to ruin your life, but because they want to use your life to enhance their own financially and otherwise. That's what all these scams are about. They're all pretty much financially motivated. When I first got started in cybersecurity, it wasn't called cybersecurity. It wasn't even really called security. It was just, you know, how do you stay safe? 
It's just a bunch of kids screwing around. Maybe adults screwing around too, but there was no money to be had. You get a virus on your computer, what's the effect? Uh, you clean your computer? Get a new computer? People who made the virus get nothing except, hey, I made this thing and it made your life hard. So they're, they're bullies. That's it. They were bullies. Now it's financial. It's all financial. All of our financial records are online. It's easy once you have the keys to steal that money and use it for yourself. Yeah, it's all about money. Ransomware, literally stealing and using your data in a bad way to get money. Social engineering, those phishing emails, texts, the calls. You know they all have stupid names too, right? Smishing, SMS phishing or text phishing. Voice phishing, which is vishing. I just call them scams. And I always get asked, how do you know? How do you know it's a scam? Because sometimes it looks like it's from my friend. My kid's friend just got hacked on Instagram. A friend of mine got hacked on Facebook. And I don't really call them hacks. They got scammed. They got their credentials stolen and reused so they could be scammed. And I feel badly for my friends, and my customer, and my kid's friend. Oh, and uh, another family member. <coughs> so the Facebook thing was a message from my family member's friend. Actually from their account. It wasn't some fake account. It was literally their account. And the friend said, I got locked out of this other thing. I need to have a security code sent to somebody because my phone's not working. Can I have the code sent to you? My family member said, yes, go ahead. Uh, code got sent. Family member was like, wait a minute. Let me ask you a question that only you would know the answer to and the person couldn't answer the question correctly. So my family member said, yeah, we're done here. He woke up and realized that he was being scammed. He stopped and he contacted me to check things out a little bit. And indeed, somebody was trying to break into his Facebook account. And the only way they could do that is to send the two-factor authentication code to his phone and have him send the code to them so they could log in as him, take over his Facebook account, probably change the phone number the code sent to, and then he's toast. It was the sense of urgency that got him, and that's just it. It's always, you need to do this for me now. Yeah, there's of course times when family and friends are like, I need this thing. But are they asking in a way that they would normally ask or is it just so urgent? You must pause 
and decide, is this real? Because usually, it's not going to be real. Does it create a sense of fear? Is the IRS calling you? Is the Social Security Department calling you? There is no Department of Social Security. It's not the Social Security Department. It's the Social Security Administration. I get calls at least monthly from the Department of Social Security telling me my Social Security card is going to be canceled or it's expired. It's never canceled or expired. The government doesn't do that. They need it to track us. Department of Social Security. No, it's not the... It's not the department, it's the administration. Also, the government doesn't call when something bad happens. They send letters. They might even email you. And they always provide a way for you to go back to them. Hey, you know, I'm not sure. This sounds like it might be a scam. They will support you in hanging up or not responding through the email or text message and they will wait for you to call them. And if you call them at one of their phone numbers, call your local IRS office, they're all over the place, and say, hey, I got this call that my, I got a tax problem, call the Social Security Administration and say, hey, somebody said my card's expired, what's with that? And they'll tell you the story. They'll tell you what's going on. I'm like, yeah, there's nothing wrong on your account. That's a scam. Thanks for telling us. Move on with your life. And that's that. Urgency and fear. The feds aren't going to just show up at your door without you knowing that you've already done something wrong. You've broken the law to the point where the FBI is going to show up at your door you should be scared and they might just show up at your door but before then there's going to be some hints that that's coming did you break federal laws maybe expect the FBI to show up did you not break any federal laws have you not been anywhere where federal laws have been broken like you know if you're uh near a bunch of activists at the federal courthouse and there's stones being thrown at the building, you might get picked up and asked some questions. But in general, you're not gonna get a visit from somebody out of the blue, for real. Urgency and fear. Keep these things in mind. Keep yourself safe.